0: Good morning, and alternatively, good evening, and welcome to Hearty Dice Friends. My name is the unusually professional Grant Howitt, and I'm also joined by the always-work-shy Christopher Taylor. Hilariously work-shy, yes. Hello. In Indeed. Indeed. And we are here to answer your questions about role-playing games, and then later on design some of them. Christopher? <laughs>
1: That is our format. Christopher, Perfectly described. I've been thinking,
0: yes, I've been thinking that our format, that our, our tagline at the start of the episode may not endure the format shift.
1: <laughs> it is an issue, yes.
0: Yeah. So um, we need a new outro, we need a new intro, and some people might argue we need a new middle as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've,
1: got, we've got a lot of space we need to use.
0: Yeah, you know what we've we've cre- we've created space. Yes, space in rated. in MMO terms, in in the in the podcast universe, mm-hmm. we've created space. Um, it's Easter. It is. It is. It is barbecue weekend.
1: town out there.
0: It is like I, I crack open the window. I can smell firelighters. Mm. I can smell. I can smell the crackling of pasty English skin, <laughs> reddening <laughs> to a lobsterish gleam. In the sunlight.
1: The elders wearing handkerchiefs on their heads and
0: swearing mm. at foreigners. Yes. Like they Seagulls. do on the old
1: postcards.
0: <laughs> and there's a boob with a mouse drawn on it. Oh, cheeky. Oh, bit of fun. Hey, for the dads. I think that that was, that was one of the first times I ever saw a boob. <laughs> there was a mouse drawn on it. <laughs> When I, when I was a young man we were, we were we were walking around london and there happened to be just like 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 a, a cheeky picture of a boob with a mouse's face drawn on it and the nipple was the nose And i remember i remember feeling oh heavens <laughs> i bought oh 10 my. postcards that day i bought 10 postcards and made myself a giant bride <laughs> well quite a small bride actually but a lot of tits hilarious collage like a big cow Ooh.
1: is that what you're into is that shaped you as a man
0: I like I like something with ten nipples, but not in any sort of order. <laughs>
1: Just I like chaos nipples.
0: Mm-hmm. I wanna I wanna be surprised <laughs> when I reach in, when, when I reach in to embrace you. I wanna be like, oh, what's this? Oh, oh, hello. Okay. <laughs> I want you to be able to feed an unspecified number of whelps, Ooh. Mm-hmm. pups. Christopher, enough of my <laughs> breeding preferences. <laughs> why don't we Why don't we get into the meat and drink of this? podcast, the meat being the first half, where we answer some questions. <laughs> and so I can answer a question. Why, it's so hot, <laughs> so, so hot. So I can answer some <laughs> did, questions. Yes. Why don't we? Why don't you ask me one?
1: Nathan asks, what's the best way to simplify currency in a DD style game where accumulating money and items is considered the standard reward for basically
0: anything the players do? So this is this is a pretty boring thing. Boring-ass question, Nathan. What the hell? No. Yeah, fuck you, Nathan. No, no, the question's good. The the concept of of just giving people money for things is fairly boring. You'll note that very few TV shows are about someone going and earning money for a thing. They do it for justice. They do it for love. They do it out of duty. They don't do it because someone is going to give them, you know, 18 grand a year and a minor health package.
1: (laughs) Get a dental plan as a fighter was probably actually one
0: of the best things you could get. That would actually be quite smart, if there were rules for losing team. So, the way I've the way i solved this problem in the past is I get my players to describe how much money they have. It's much easier. It's much easier in D&D, because you don't have, like, bank accounts and shit. There's just what you've got on you, basically. And then, presumably, at some point, you can access money from elsewhere, but you can't access money quickly. Mm-hmm. And so, let's say, for example, this character might be loaded. Or this character might have a pocket full of change. And you simply describe that. And every time they want to buy anything, you say, okay, well, how much do you think that would reduce your money to? We'll come up with a new, with, with a new adjective.
1: <laughs> I'm at a half
0: pocketful. Basically, yeah. It's done It's done. pretty much like it, just narrative, just adjectives. And honestly, if your players can buy something that's powerful enough to unseat the game, it's not that interesting a game. <laughs>
1: that, that sounded a lot like you've been there. Mm-hmm. like the sadness in your voice just, well, like well
0: also like like the, the, the fucking when you go and you're picking through goblins pockets for copper pieces and then you're going back, you're like, have I got enough for a sword yet I oh, know, I'm afraid you've only got enough for a dagger, alright I'm going to go put it under my mattress then sorry I became Alan Shearer for some reason <laughs> um, I'm Alan Shearer and I'm killing goblins for copper pieces in the Fallon del Mines
1: <laughs> there's the really strange thing when when you're at a sort of high-level campaign, I'm saying, when I say high-level, like 10-plus in D&D... Uh, can we leave Alan Shearer behind? He's really throwing me off kilter.
0: No, I'm sorry, I've snuck in. <laughs> I'm stuck. Oh, I'm stuck here. Oh, blame me. Anyway, yes, no, hello, it's me, it's Grant. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Back to the old RP, there we are. Right,
1: so you're at, so, so you're at level 10-plus, mm-hmm. and you're getting, like, thousands of gold pieces from stuff. Yeah. And yet, people still loot the goblins' pockets for eight copper it's, it's, and an electrum.
0: People like looting stuff. People like taking things from 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 enemies. Yeah. I think I think it. I think it's sort of. XP is a really, ine- ineffable, a really like nebulous, in, yeah, nebulous way of feeling rewarded, uh, which is why, like, I don't know which is why, but back in the day, XP and gold pieces were the same thing. Hmm. Uh, and you had to spend gold pieces on trading to level up. Whereas now you simply get XP uh for doing a kill or you know, burning down the dungeon or what have you. And then you have and then you level up organically through that. But it just doesn't like I I don't feel anything when I get five XP. I feel something when I get five gold P. <laughs> gold P. Five gold P.
1: What if you had it? Four a game? calling
0: birds, three gone.
1: What if you had a game where it was all about looting people? Like go on specifically. I'm thinking you play like Birkenhead style mm. corpse looters,
0: and you have to you have to try and find people. You have
1: to, yeah, you have to like study the papers and whatnot and find out which people have recently died. Watch the graveyards, sneak in, dig up the corpse, get the stuff. Then you got to get the corpse and the gold out, and then and then shift it.
0: I mean, I think you could probably do a very good "Blades in the Dark" hack called "Resurrection." Man. Yeah, that would work actually. I think that would that sell. It's not a million like they're already obsessed with ghosts in yeah, yeah.
1: but going back to the actual question. All oh, right. Yeah. Oh, way to simplify currency, and I think mm-hmm. I've got a solution here mm-hmm. that will please both you, somebody who just uses a word, mm-hmm. and people who really like complicated systems. Is it lots of words? No, it's lots of checkboxes.
0: Oh. Mm. Christopher! I know. I like a checkbox.
1: So loot is given to you in essentially fractions of a checkbox.
0: No. Bear with me. Okay.
1: <laughs> a a lump sum of gold mm-hmm. is one checkbox. Right. So anything less than that is just a little bit of a checkbox. Okay. But when you cross certain thresholds, say five checkboxes, mm-hmm. that gives you certain amount of weight in town because you've got that kind of spending money.
0: Right. Like, like credit, is that thing? It's the thing
1: of the more money somebody has, the less they have to pay for. Yes. Um, but if you actually buy something, like a magic mm-hmm. weapon, something like that, that costs you a certain amount of checkboxes.
0: I'd li- I like the idea. I don't like your idea of fractioning checkboxes. Well, the I think, reason I, think, I want to fraction a... the
1: checkboxes out, mm-hmm. and I want to fraction them out into eighteen sections. Ugh. Yeah, I want to make it as awful as possible, and they're really small as well. Really is difficult.
0: It, is it represented by a clock and a half in Apocalypse World terms? Uh,
1: maybe like three and three quarter clocks.
0: Mm, go on. Um, Fuck you, by the way. Go on. <laughs>
1: But what that means is that if you go through a goblin's pockets to get the change out of it, mm-hmm. that's one-eighteenth of a checkbox. Mm-hmm. The idea is to dissuade you from ever going through their pockets.
0: Oh, so you make, it, you make it deliberately awkward.
1: Yeah, just so so difficult to do.
0: I'd like to put forward a different idea, but, but which, which is quite close <laughs> to your idea of, of your one-eighteenth of a checkbox idea.
1: Is it crush their knuckles with a hammer whenever they try and fill in part of a checkbox?
0: Uh, if they ever ask for a thing. They will simply receive the entertainment that I give them. No, it's not that. <laughs> you know, you know when, when say um, on children in need, mm-hmm. and they or like any sort of fundraiser, they might have a thermometer, but for money, which there money isn't really a word for yeah. a money thermometer. Yeah, thermometer. I thought of that, but it's not right, is it? Cashometer. That's horrible, and I love it. I love it. Cashometer. <laughs> Let's check the cashometer, lads. So, so ev- We're buying a school. So every <laughs> looks like no more rains. Going to the church, but you have that and at the top. You have a sword, and then at the bottom you have a you know like a thermometer thing. And then every time that the players uh, get some get some treasure, you put dice into this into like a Pringles tube. I don't know a Pringles <laughs> tube with a whole with, like, with, a, with a viewing port cut in the side, and then when it hits the top. They get that magic sword. So
1: I kind of like that. Actually, I like the idea of Wait. stating early. Uh, oh, so there's more. Wait,
0: the same but connect four. <laughs> <laughs> Go on.
1: So you can knock it over. Yes. Um, I like the idea of saying what you want early. Mm-hmm. Like I am going for it. this sword. Mm-hmm. Although I have just thought that that does lead to like a really sad character who just has at the top of his of his or uh, her thermometer. A happy life.
0: A happy wife. <laughs> I'm going to buy a robot wife. But it's all. I mean, it's it's always the same. Like, you, like you, you get a few levels down the line, you don't want it anymore, and you you, you actually want a robot husband. But mm. now you can't because you said you were buying a robot wife.
1: You're locked into the cashometer.
0: Yeah. Like I think rather rather than rather than like unlocking a. Uh, so we've given you all these options for simplifying currency. We're geniuses, thank you very much. Rather than saying this, rather than saying this magic sword is thirty-four thousand gold pieces, I think it's much more interesting to have it is thirty-four thousand gold pieces to repair the church roof, and they're so thankful they give you a magic sword. Yes. Uh, so like do like doing doing it to help people and then being rewarded in character is is nice. Being rewarded uh, mechanically. For, for helping people, because there isn't aren't really mechanics for that in D anD D. No, and
1: also there's there's a certain element of wanting to complicate things for players as well, so that they go that route rather than the direct purchase route. Mm. Um, for instance, like if you've got robbery, well yeah, but if you've got somebody who's selling a thirty four thousand gold sword, mm-hmm. they're not going to sell to any ruffian. No, they've got they've got clients lined up
0: like i imagine like at that point you'd have to like have your king meet their king
1: exactly yeah so there's there's a ho- like put in an extra stumbling block essentially yeah um, Yeah. towards buying it whereas if you just helped people yeah
0: oh your your bonds your your relationships give you access to particular kinds of magic items so i want i'm a shield fighter cool i need access to the magic shields i'm going to go and um uh, the the sons of aegis uh, a shield-based fighters guild, and so or the Bulwark Boys, and <laughs> the Bulwark uh, Boys is glorious. I like I like the Bulwark Boys. Uh, they're, they're a located...
1: tag team of blacksmiths.
0: Yeah, they're located on the boardwalk. They sink a lot, but they are. Is that what boardwalk is? It's like it's like a pier, right?
1: I don't know because you can be under the boardwalk. Steve
0: Busemi's there.
1: <laughs> no, he's got an empire.
0: Yeah, well, I figured that. I mean, he's he's present
1: is a boardwalk empire essentially a collection of stalls and maybe a small wurlitzer? Wor- i don't want
0: i don't know and i don't want to know i like, like to i like i i i really hope boardwalk empire is about steve buscemi just really getting into a fun fair.
1: steve buscemi king of the penny shoves <laughs> yeah,
0: i, 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 I got you hate me files right here <laughs> I, I, so your bond you, you're basically you you unlock the shield tree with this friendship and then you can choose to donate money to that thing or you can like say oh you've got X amount of money which counts as like you, you, you have this money which means you have a favour so rather so like the like the Bulwark boys that they're, they're like oh we really want you to go and duff up these goblins because they're causing us problems rather than getting a shit ton of cash from the goblins you get a favour from the Bulwark boys which is equal to the amount of goblin money that would have been in their pockets pocket so quite, change so quite a small favour actually now I think of it <laughs> for that mate it's you can probably have 1 18th on of a shield
1: <laughs>
0: mark your checkbox I'm going to ask you a question hang on just just before you do no yes oh. yes sorry what is it
1: one of the things that I actually quite like that you just talked
0: about was a reputation <laughs> system Actually, one of the things I could tolerate that just tumbled right. out of your. Yeah, I'm sorry. On. One no, of the things fun. that
1: really I really liked about mm-hmm. it, what you just said was the reputation system. Mm. I think that's actually one point in games where I would welcome a bit more complexity mm. and a bit more tracking. Yeah. I would like to know how I stand with, let, let's just be ridiculous, say 10 different factions.
0: Yeah, if there's a way like, to easily view that.
1: Yeah, and who hates me, and who doesn't, and, Mm. like, things like, if I gain rep with this faction, this faction is at war with the other faction, so that rep goes down. And I'm very much thinking an app, because I'm not doing that level of maths. Well,
0: that's the thing, it kind of sounds like you'd have have to do it during downtime, I imagine, or have, like... like, Possibly, You know, clocks, I suppose.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but that's what I mean, like... You um, you can write it with a
0: spreadsheet or something, couldn't you?
1: Yeah, like... um, Blades in the Dark does does approximate this, mm. but it's it's on a, a smaller scale than I'd, I'd like.
0: I think you'd have to make the game about it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, but I, I, as I say, that's one part of gaming that I would welcome a bit more complexity in rather than simplifying it down so it's actually fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You've been playing too much, I know, haven't you?
1: Oh, mate, I've been playing so much Anno and like I've restarted like five times. because Chris has,
0: Chris has been mainlining Anno, what's the year?
1: 1800.
0: Anno 1800 and Tropico 6, 5? 6. 6.
1: So Anno has this beautiful thing where after a while of playing it goes, how about a coffee? In the announcer's voice and it pops up with a message saying, you've been playing for two hours. And I'm like, all right, I'm busy, but fine. And then you keep playing, and it goes. How about a real get a coffee? You've been playing for a very long. T- like it keeps hammering you with how long you've been playing the game.
0: I see, and you're choosing to take this as an, as an affront rather than.
1: Yeah, it's get, it, help. It, it gets in the way. Like I need to know when my
0: trades go through. Toa asks, "Things you hate that RPGs do to players."
1: So this is specifically. Not what players do in RPGs. It's things that RPGs inflict upon players Mm. by dint of the way they're written.
0: Like make players do.
1: Uh, The fact that first level is crap.
0: Yeah, first level is kind of rubbish, isn't it?
1: Why is first level crap?
0: Well, so first level is the tutorial. You know yes, and, and like it's it's intended you're intended to sort of get a rough understanding, so there's not there's not many special rules there's not there's, you don't need to learn too many complicated spells at first level, but you want to try and get a rough understanding of how your class does its thing,
1: sure, but if we bring back the old trope of a house cat killing a wizard, that can yeah. only happen at first level
0: that's true unless it's unless it's a very angry cat
1: unless it's like a rage cat, yeah, a bobcat if you will mm um.
0: It is. It is always fascinating when when you've got that. You've got that. Uh, so I so I play I play D D with new players quite a lot because I just I my, the turnover rate in my games is distressingly high. <laughs> and
1: you do kill a lot of people. Oh, it's,
0: oof, yeah. Um, level one, everyone makes the characters. that like, Oh, I'm really excited. Oh, this is interesting. Yeah, I've got it. And we, you sort of go through. And you might have session zero. You make the characters and build the group together. And that's really cool. And then. Every single character at level two is like, oh, okay. So you got some choices to make now, and um, no one knows what the fuck to do. Like, let's say for example, the sorcerer get. This is quite inside baseball, kids. But don't worry, we'll get to the fun bit of the podcast later. <laughs> the sorcerer gets gets two spell points at level two, and there is only one thing they can do with them at level two. Indeed, I think it goes up to level five, but they can only do one thing with these spell points, but. What you have to do is explain to the player, is say, listen, this gives you one extra spell a day. Why don't I just, why don't I just get one extra spell? And in about six months, that's going to be important. <laughs> but we play roughly once every three weeks, so, uh, you know, I, I imagine, honestly, I imagine this campaign's going to fold before you know what a spell point is.
1: Yeah, I, I'd like to bring attention here to something that I hate that is the flip side of mm-hmm. that, which is when you hit level two... And it was like, oh, we hit level two. What do we do now? Mm. Like, well, um, there was homework, um, and that was to know the game. Mm. Please just read level two when you know you're near it.
0: <laughs> Please. <laughs> it's so complex, though. We know it. Like we 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 eat and drink this all day. This is this is this is literally our jobs to understand role playing game systems. But you get this, like the average sort of spod off the street, who's like, oh, i not give, give, give us Dungeons and Dragons. They like, oh, go, yeah, sure. Don't know why they sound like that. And it's just reference. It, it references things like, it assumes you know you have to look in a different part of the book to know what to do with your hit points. Which you do every level. Now, actually, sorry, sorry, I'm going to stop complaining about this, because this, this, <laughs> this, this, this isn't very interesting. But the real problem, do you, do you remember old level two, Chris? Because level two now is too complicated. Do you remember level two back in the... Back in like the early 2000s. You get a hit point. If you're fucking lucky. Get a hit point, fuck off. Yeah. Playing a level 2 rogue is the same as playing a level 1 rogue.
1: Fucking... But now it takes two rounds for the house cat to kill you.
0: Anyway, listen. This is this is very inside baseball. Um, it's it an is... RPG podcast. Yeah, I know, but it's like we're just... Compl- yeah, you're right, sorry. It is an RPG <laughs> podcast. You're right. It's things I hate that RPGs do to players. You write a game which primarily gives people options for hitting things. Mm-hmm. In even even in a social game like World of Darkness, there is a whole book of weapons and armour all the way up to WMDs and there is no book about talking to people. Which yes. I believe is a point I made in this podcast about a year ago. However, forgotten it, it's fine. Yeah. Um No they re listen sometimes. Shit. I know. Um so there's no, there's no real impetus to just talking to people. I mean, in fact, in games like Dungeons and Dragons, like a lot of people get upset when you diploma fight away because everything in Dungeons and Dragons is about killing people, mm. killing people, and it is generally people. You know, either are people or um maybe maybe they're short, maybe they're the wrong color, maybe their skin's too abrasive, but they're people, and you, this 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 engenders in players this tremendous cruelty to be like oh i'm going to hurt them oh i'm going to say things oh i'm going to threaten them because the only real things you've been you've you've been given the only like active ways you've got of affecting the world are to hurt people and threaten them
1: yeah and it's really interesting because it's there's always been this rule in DD mm. that's been hidden in a paragraph about something else which essentially of course if you overcome the encounter in another way you still get the xp anyway you were making a boat <laughs> Now, the crafting rules for boats are, and it's just, it's so hidden, and it's not pushed on you in any way. No. But like, if you talk to them, you get the same XP as if you killed them.
0: Yeah. You but I guess you, you, you do lose
1: it. the loot. And as it we've is. already talked about, people love them pennies.
0: People like them pennies. Or people like, you know, um, a so, something interesting which, which ties into the story or sketches out the world, even if it isn't just copper pieces.
1: Uh, another thing that I hate that RPGs do to players is make them miss. That is boring, isn't it? Like even if you, even if you if if go in the combat thing, like you roll some dice and immediately go, "Cool, you'll go."
0: Yeah. All uh, right. You, you know what, miss a go, because I, I, I can't really move. Very few RPGs have movement as a thing. Uh mainly around hitting, and I, unfortunately, oh, uh, I tossed a coin and it came up tails, so I'm really gonna turn this round.
1: Yeah. Whereas, like, it doesn't promote doing anything on a miss
0: i was playing
1: there's no no story or anything on a miss there's no more complications no no, it doesn't does it it's it's just zero rather than negative if it was negative i'd be fine
0: rolling a one is really interesting yeah rolling a three is really boring
1: (laughs) yeah but rolling a two to sixteen sometimes Mm. is really boring it's
0: cool i guess nothing happens Cool. Mm-hmm. I, I I guess I, I guess I guess I've got to wait and wait for another fifteen minutes while the druid summons a fucking thicket of hedges. Or <laughs> the druid fetches the fucking roof.
1: <laughs> while the cleric wins.
0: This is this is getting a lot of negative energy off this one. Have you got a, like a more positive question?
1: Uh, if two players have a conversation in character and the DM isn't there to hear it, does it happen? This was posted by Znackle. Znackle. Znackle.
0: Yes. However, don't you dare roll dice,
1: right? So, like, when I first read this, I was very much of the, "Oh, this is one of the, if a tree falls in a wood, this is a philosophical yeah. thing." Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, this is important. Mm. If you want to talk about shit, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't need to know your plans. You don't need to know your plans. Chris actually you never likes do. not
0: knowing the plans of the, of the of the group he's with. No,
1: it complicates things. <laughs>
0: I don't care what they do. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't their story. Yeah, the oh. third thing works. Whatever. <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, when they start rolling dice, mm. like I crit. Hey, what? Hey, that, that hey, means Nothing. I'm not. Hey, letting.
0: what do you mean? Yeah, like uh, you know how you know how those uh, those terrifying French aristocrats eat uh, Auvergne songbirds drowned uh, drowned in brandy <laughs> and deep fried, and they hide their head under a napkin so God cannot see them. Mm-hmm. That's what you're doing, buddy. <laughs> Except slightly less delicious, I presume. I hope so. I mean, you've got to presume they taste pretty good.
1: They've got to taste really good. If they didn't like, taste really good, that's yeah, got to be a went, real tasty beak.
0: Yeah, I saw the bones as well. Yeah, apparently, apparently, like, apparently, it, it, it cuts your mouth, uh, and 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 like your own blood is part of the taste. No. Which is like, like. Like if it didn't involve horrendously like torturing an animal to death, that can't be. Like, all right, well, that's, that's, uh,
1: I let's have, have a go. I can bleed in my mouth any day of the week.
0: You, you can and do.
1: <laughs> I Don't want <laughs> that to be part of the taste of another meal.
0: I don't, I don't want that. To... Oh, sorry, a separate meal from all the blood.
1: Yeah, that's like that's like swallowing your own spit. That's part of the flavor of sausages.
0: I guess that is true.
1: I mean, technically, but
0: yeah. Okay count. yeah yeah anyway yeah you you're 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 super allowed to encouraged yeah super encouraged like it's great if you like if if all the players are chatting to each other and the gm's out the room and they're chatting in character and having fun it's like the gm doesn't need to do anything at that point they can retire <laughs> Have a little nap while you get on with your business. Have a little nap, you know. But like, if, if my players are talking in character and everyone's having fun, at that point, what what I'm doing is I'm watching the situation and I'm like, okay, uh, what am I going to wrap this scene up? Are they, like, is everyone having a good time? Do I need to bring in any of the characters here? Are there any NBCs who need to be introduced to this? Is the scene? It, does the scene keep moving? But I can I can move back in, in, into a directorial position mm-hmm. rather than having to be a director and also every supporting actor. And the writer, also the producer, and the mainly the producer,
1: yeah, mm. and catering, yeah,
0: yeah. So definitely do it. But don't you dare roll a dice, you little, you little tart.
1: It's, it feels very much like when you're talking to somebody, like mm. having a nice little little scene. Somebody's getting their spotlight time, and off to your right, you can hear the clatter of dice, <laughs> and you're, you're still talking. Like, all right, they're just like mm. stacking mm. dice because they're bored, yeah, sure whatever. They're. Who cares? Don't like them anyway.
0: No. Uh, no, we've had plays like that. So I understand yeah. it was it. his name was Phil, oh.
1: and you remember and Phil. All of us yes. And all of a sudden, <laughs> from the right, you hear, "I got a seventeen on my X check." <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> oh all right, two things: one, you check for what, and yeah. two, you've been rolling that dice for ten minutes. Yeah. Why did you just pick then to announce your skill check? If
0: you're going to lie, why don't you just make the noise and tell me what number you want it to be? Yeah. You know, it's Like, if you want to cheat in Dungeons & Dragons, honestly, mate, there is very little I can do to stop you from doing that.
1: And also, sometimes that's fun. Uh, Go on. Uh, No, I mean, like, I'm not saying it's necessarily bad. Mm. Like, you might as well just say you got an 18 yeah why why not?
0: yeah like I'm not, it's, it's not gonna be hugely important, is it? No it's
1: not gonna it's not gonna suddenly fracture the game no say so you got 18 if you're really gonna be that much of a prick about it
0: it's it's tricky because like there's 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 the idea that all the other players should stick to the rules but you don't have to and it's kind of like it's kind of like cue jumping is that like, oh, what' your, what so your character's more important than mine? Mm-hmm. Your, like your your time is more important than mine, but I think I think yeah, like the di- the dirty little secret of role playing games is everyone cheats a little bit. Everyone everyone like might forget to write down some hit point damage occasionally.
1: You see, the interesting thing is though that this 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 secret roller off to my right mm-hmm. is so close to my absolute favorite thing that players do in role playing games, which is when they go, "Hey, can I do a spot hidden on that?" hmm yeah. Or can I can I use psychology on that thing? When they say yeah. what they want to do, with a supported with a skill, mm. and go, what, is this a thing? Hey Chris, is there any than, plot in there? Why, yes, yeah. there is plot in there. But rather than uh, I look at it, yeah. I, I, I'm fine with that. I, I can then say, well, we're all spot hidden or yeah. whatever. But when they go, I want to I want to look in the bureau. Can I can I spot hidden with that as well? Yeah which is oh, great be still yes. my beating heart please 100% that's gorgeous when people know what skills they've got and have read their mm. sheet and done
0: their homework
1: oh Chris so
0: how about how about we move on to the game design section of the Let's podcast move on to the
1: game design section where we design games where people do their homework
0: <laughs> and jingle did you ever David Thomas Moore writes in, Bros, the buddy cop slash air force pilot RPG. Players, bros fighting crime and or flying jets, fighting fires, winning F1 races, etc. Carefully manage homoerotic tension by balancing the good bros and no homo traits.
1: <laughs> Can we have some homo?
0: That's the thing. I think we run it like Honey Heist. So you have your, um, you have your bro and homo, Traits and if your homo trait ever ever hits six, my god, that's hot.
1: <laughs> you fall, you immediately fall in love.
0: Just what happens? Like 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 if your if your homo trait's ever at five, you are like an inch away from the mouth of your good bro, <laughs> and you're yeah. just like 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 you, you you can feel the electricity buzzing between your lips as you're just ready to consummate this shit.
1: And plus, what a great game to run at your local game store mm-hmm. with complete randos. Oh that'd
0: be great. But but you call it bros and you like and like you pitch it as like
1: Bro Force,
0: manly man doing war with no examination of the tropes It's about flying F-15s.
1: Whoa. Now, describe exactly what you're wearing.
0: Now, uh you um if you if you're gonna work the shaft, I'm gonna need you to need you to roll the D eight. Shaft um, is D eight, tip is D ten.
1: Um, um.
0: Balls are D twenty, they're very swingy. <laughs>
1: These are part of an F fifteen, right? oh uh, yeah,
0: sure. That's the thing like I wouldn't want it to come off as dare you enter my magical realm.
1: No, it's more about like subjecting people who maybe would be uncomfortable with that.
0: No, it. no, I like you know what yeah, giving them the opportunity. That's the one. To roleplay out um a a hot a hot sex session in a plane <laughs> publicly as as uh, as the the actor who played goose, I don't know what his name was, reaches reaches Ryan Styles. Well he oh got no what was he was Iceman.
1: Oh he was Iceman, oh sorry.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um the actor who plays Goose reaches his long hands around Tom Cruise's barely post adolescent form. Um and just, you know, does stuff to him while he, while he's shooting <laughs> up the Russians. Does fun stuff to him that he likes.
1: I <laughs> think that would work, honestly, as a game. <laughs>
0: I think I think it would work as a VR game.
1: I think that's subtly different.
0: Well, because like at that point, you've got like you've got like joystick choice. That's jack off Tom Cruise the video game. Mm-hmm. Now there is a problem. Tom Cruise has it in his has it in his contract. In a, like, it, like it is it is decreed that Tom Cruise cannot have his likeness reproduced in the video game. Okay, so how about Tom is... Cruise. No, it's fine because you're just going to look at the back of his head anyway. Oh, that's true. You won't be to see like, his face. Yeah, It'll just like, be
1: about a foot shorter than you. <laughs> I
0: plus plus I guess I guess like he's gonna wear a little a little uh, Air Force helmet, but like but like maybe like this, this is maybe like like a like a Robert Yang game where like one you've got one joystick which is steer the plane and shoot the Russians and one which is your uh, your buddy's a red cock, <laughs> and have, it uses and have,
1: the full BattleTech controller.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 it brings a whole new meaning to the phrase twin stick shooter.
1: And pushing buttons.
0: Mm-hmm. What have you got, Chris? I'm not sure whether we can really pitch this as a, as a sellable <laughs> game.
1: I don't think we can. Although, honestly, the Honey Heist hack would work.
0: I'm not sure I want a trait called homo. No, that would be... Like, like I, I, I don't want becoming... I, I don't want realising the fact that you are attracted to a man to be a punishment.
1: No, it's not a punishment. It's a shift.
0: Yeah, it does end the game for you in Honey Heist terms.
1: But yes, you end the game mm. with a wedding.
0: That's true. God, yeah. Actually, sorry, the stats are homo and no homo. Yeah. There you are. And and um, I'm not going to define what those two sets can do. That's up to <laughs> you and your players. I'm not touching that one.
1: Yeah, it's not. The the end points are not negative. They're both no. win conditions.
0: Mm, So so if anything, like you're you're trying to get to your wedding fastest of all.
1: But which side do you want to? Of the, mm. of the line do you want to go? Yeah. And,
0: yeah. Like, do you, nice. do you want to be best man or do you want to be the groom <laughs> at your bro's wedding? That's pretty good, actually. There we go. There we go. Give me a suggestion.
1: Coman uh, Fullard here suggested bed knobs and boomsticks. hmm Now, I have a soft spot for any media that combines real people and cartoons.
0: Yeah, you do, don't you?
1: I really love it, and I cannot tell you why.
0: I think, I think, really, your your primary goal in life is to have the operation that, that makes you into a cartoon.
1: I would adore that. Mm-hmm. I would love to just fall out of every window I'm near, and have a safe land on me, and that'd be okay.
0: And then, and then you have to sort of like, and you come out the safe, and you'd be like, well, of course, this means war. Exactly. Like, yeah.
1: That's my ideal reality.
0: Hmm. But what I'm thinking one of, here... One of tremendous violence and zero consequences.
1: <laughs> is you've got your interdimensional um, bed from mm-hmm. the Bed, Bed, and Broomsticks film.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But you've got to go and kill the king of the animated land. That annoying right. that annoying lion what cheats at football.
0: From the you, film. Okay, yeah, I've not seen the film, if I'm honest with you. Okay, it's a classic. It, is he like an Aslan?
1: No, he's more uh, a King Richard from Robin Hood. The okay. The animated one. Gotcha. Imagine that, but just petty.
0: Mm, and a just lion. Just really
1: petty. Mm. Wasn't King Richard a lion?
0: I don't know. You
1: haven't seen that either? No. Oh,
0: my God. So, you have, so, so you're going to go kill a lion. You're going to a ride a bed through space lion. to kill a lion.
1: A cartoon lion.
0: mm mm-hmm. you With the, a shotgun, apparently.
1: Yes, you see, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. It's the interaction between real-world violent technology, like, you know, bullets, arrows, Mm. flames, that sort of stuff, Mm. and a cartoon character who can kind of overcome it, but they haven't seen it before.
0: (laughs) So it's new to them.
1: Yeah. So, like, Mm. they understand that if you fall off a castle, you're just meant to land in the moat, or you're meant to land on your head and it'd be fine. Right. But they don't have the paradigm for what getting shot is.
0: Mm. Okay. So, so they're they trying... just start bleeding out, but hilariously.
1: Yeah, like you're you're imposing your your real world on them and they're imposing their cartoon on you. Mm. So the attack like, like they can attack your weapon and make it go bang and a stick comes out. Yeah, and or the th- they can, or they can make it go all.
0: Like, they can make it all go like limp, like a, like whoop. Exactly. You know?
1: So their right. attacks on you are cartoon, and your attacks on mm. them are grisly, oh,
0: fish, like claw hammer.
1: Yeah, they're just not, like it not just the good end of a hammer. than the Martian.
0: I <laughs> there's, there's something you was there's something you were saying about flying a bed, and I yeah, quite so like it, the idea of a co-op game. Where you're in this, uh, you're in this interdimensional space, and you fly a bed around collecting items. Um, and so, let's say, like it's 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 as many players as you can fit on a bed, right? Okay. Um, and like you're you're like the, the you 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 hover the bed over, and like you can upgrade the bed with like you yeah, have comfier comfier pillows or were you uh, like you thinking it was a video game? Yeah, it was actually. Yeah, sorry.
1: Oh, okay. That's so That's where I was getting confused. I'm like. How are, you, how are you doing it so how many people you can get on a bed?
0: Well, a, a LARP. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, actually, actually, wait, tell a lie. It's a LARP. Right. You, you play it on a bed. If you get off the bed, you die.
1: <laughs> so it's just who can sleep the
0: longest? Chris? Shrip I, it. <laughs> I reckon we might be okay on this one. <laughs> Yeah, I like like it's 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 a lot and, and so like actually come to think of it, if I'm I was just thinking of, of a way in which you can make being in a like being on a bed sort of like scary as oh I guess you could turn the lights out, I guess, and if you don't go off the bed but like this is just another hand job game, isn't it? <laughs> that I'm writing here. You're you're
1: really on the
0: hand jobs today. Alright, listen, I've got I've got I've got the perfect suggestion for you which has no no opportunity for hand jobs whatsoever.
1: Okay, hit me.
0: Tim Clare writes in, tiny prime minister, <laughs> help me run the country.
1: So a tiny prime minister trying to have any effect on the country at
0: all. <laughs> Excuse me. And uh, you would like you would you would battle to get things like megaphones, um, bits of paper so you could write things down, um, lighter fuel so you could burn med- uh, messages into things, <laughs> and, like all prime ministers do. Well, a tiny one would have to. Like a normal sized Prime Minister can do talking But if I want you to imagine David Cameron But he's just just the size of your thumb Hello Hi I need At least I could put him in a
1: crisp packet and throw him away
0: You boy come over here I need you to help me oppress the poor What's that tiny (laughs) I've already forgotten his name David Cameron What's that tiny David Cameron What's that tiny Dave Let me ride on your shoulder And we'll forge a new Britain and, and well, he so, whips you. Yeah, like he—he's not—he's um, not good about it. Like past that initial meeting, you realise he's got a tiny gun, but it will still kill you. <laughs> it's like it's like Ratatouille, but imagine that the that the, the rat was a Tory and he can buy you. He, he could and like and like it's not a friendly rat. He has a gun. He's got like 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 he says he's poisoned some of your food,
1: but won't tell you which bit.
0: Won't tell you which bit. Yeah. So like. So like don't eat if I can't see you eating that sort of thing. Um, he's he's really unpleasant about it and then eventually I guess like you'd have to like lead the Tory party but wearing a chef's hat <laughs> to di- to disguise the fact so, that in fact you're you're just this clueless child who's got a tiny prime minister on his head.
1: So what you' what you're suggesting here is a kind mm-hmm. of bizarre version of everyone is John where you're forced to leave the to, to, to lead the uh, Tory party.
0: I, I don't know whether I'd like to play. So I think I'd want to play the tiny prime minister. Oh, okay. Like because like and like and like. So at that point, it's Shadow of the Colossus meets. Um, <laughs>
1: you gotta stab the weak points.
0: Yeah, the eyes, David. That's <laughs> Income what, tax. Uh, no, <laughs> no one likes getting anything in their eyes, David. That's a little tip for you. <laughs> but like, but like, 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 like you'd climb increasingly tall poor people, um, and like they'd have more powers. And then like, and then like, you might try and climb someone with a degree, so they can take over local government. Um, and then like, you go on from there, and like, and like, engineer a grassroots revolution where, in fact, you're just an undercover undercover Tory.
1: It's is is there different classes like increasingly awful conservatives?
0: Yes, I think there would be that they'd be like. Um, so you'd you'd confer these powers on your um what's the word? Slave? I suppose slave. Thrall. Prisoner? Thrall I like Thrall. Yeah. I like Thrall. Because um, part of me it, like imagines that there's there's some sort of mystical sci fi shackle which, which 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 like you'd put around your neck and you and you'd, you'd be placid and like and willing to help. But now nah, it's just a little gun he's got. Um so like so you could be like the sort of Tory in sheep's clothing. Where you appear pretty moderate right and and like and that that would that would help you that get your um ghoul, i suppose in vampire terms um <laughs> like 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 deeper it <laughs> deeper into politics because like because like you can detonate their career that's fine as long as as long as you jump onto someone else's head before like they get kicked out of their office, you should be fine
1: that's that's awful,
0: yeah. yeah. Or I guess you could do it with like, like the other option is, is like you could you could spin it so you are a tiny you're, you're a tiny Jeremy Corbyn oh hello you're you're a tiny Jeremy Corbyn um, who got who got, who's got all who's no got powers all mixed, he got all mixed up in a shrink machine now look what's happened um,
1: <laughs> and you still don't know what to do
0: well no God it's such it's a fucking disappointment <laughs> he, he could say oh he could have had it
1: he could have had us. <laughs> I'd just like to, to to pile on here, onto the Conservatives. Mm. Because the worst of the Conservatives, mm-hmm. Mr Rees-Mogg. Yes. Are you aware of his sister's
0: name? What is it?
1: It's fantastic. It's a nunziata.
0: I was really hoping her name was fantastic. No. <laughs> fantastic Rees-Mogg. Sorry, is, 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 so is she just a, nun, she's a nunziata of Rees-Mogg?
1: Yes. Hmm.
0: They can't That's
1: name him Oh, and also, do you want to know his kid's name?
0: I'd like to read off the fucking gravestone, but yeah, what is it?
1: Sixtus Dominic Boniface Christopher Rees Jesus. The
0: fucking. The <laughs> the fucking. Shit. Point is, you could play as, oh, little, little, little Jeremy Corbyn. Um, you play little Jeremy Corbyn and then you're infiltrating the Tory party and your your plan is to completely fucking tank the Tory party. <laughs> but if you're too obvious, at some point one will be like, oh, wait a second, have you got a tiny Jeremy Corbyn under that chef's hat? And then the screen just comes up, rumbled, and you have to start the game again. Uh, but you so like it's a it's a mix between um, I guess like a deep introspective problem solving game like her story where you're attempting to find holes in, in opponents arguments and cross reference fact, uh, facts mm-hmm. and Shadow of the Colossus and possibly I'm uh, imagining something like um, like Sonic Two <laughs> Industrial Zone as yeah as you run up Theresa May's leg <laughs> your little Jeremy Corbyn leg spinning in it like to make a full circle
1: I think I think we should perhaps have something. A political, or sorry, as most things are pol- uh, political, something less political.
0: Something less virulently anti Tory. Yes. Okay, what you got?
1: Dog Chefs Making Pancakes by Sean Curtis.
0: Hi, whoa, i made a little
1: pancake. How would you turn it into a game? An RPG game.
0: Oh, because I, I can think of a, like a board game, like a card game. Yep. Where you want to make the pancake as delicious as possible to impress, you know, uh, your master. But if it's too delicious, you will eat it.
1: <laughs> I like that tension.
0: Mm, Yeah, that whole risk reward mechanic. Yeah. I Unfo- thought, unfortunately, things you think are delicious are uh, maybe not what humans would like.
1: <laughs> Just other butts.
0: Yeah, other butts. Your own sick meat slurry. <laughs> really Whatever what it gonna... is in
1: those cans over there.
0: Chicken. Chicken's good. Maybe not in pancakes. But Dogs raw making... chicken. Dogs yeah. Dogs making pancakes, the Grass. Dogs making pancakes, the RPG. Why do I have to decide this one? It was your pick.
1: <laughs> because I have no idea. I just picked the one that was the cheeriest.
0: You you pick you pick the one which seemed like least controversial. Yes. Okay, Chris. You're on a pancake farm. Okay. Like a, like a puppy farm, but for pancakes.
1: Well, they breed pancakes.
0: They well, they make dogs make pancakes. Okay, they, they've worked out that it's the most efficient thing to do is simply tie a um tie tie a dog's front legs to a frying pan, and then uh, and then have it flip pancakes over a dangerous exposed flame. You're
1: it's, a grim, sad. it's a
0: grim. It's a grim papers please style uh, commentary on both animal testing and industrialism. Wow. Yeah. Wow. There you I'm, go. I'm, I'm tr- All right. What you got?
1: trying to lighten the fucking mood. <laughs> trying to bring us up here. Trying to. Okay. All right. All right. Trying I, to, I understand. trying to inject
0: I, a little whimsy into your construction. Ah, oh. Oh, oh, the dog's got a strawberry on his nose. Oh,
1: no. Yeah, that's what I was going for. All right. Rather so, than so, so, fuck so, please, life.
0: so, please tell me how Dogs Making Pancakes is a lovely little game for role playing, which we are going to release. Shit. Tad Leckman writes in, "Ghost Doctor."
1: <laughs> That's a good title, if nothing else.
0: Mm, I've got an idea for it. Okay. Um, no one wants to meet a ghost, except for weirdos. Right. But you still need to uh, to diagnose a certain number of patients to meet your NHS requirements. So it's all about invading people's homes as a ghost and trying to determine what's wrong with them as they run away from you. Or <laughs> while, while they sleep.
1: See, I'm thinking this is actually an like a, an expansion for Dungeons & Dragons. Okay. So this explains why you need all that diamond dust mm-hmm. and like 500,000 gold pieces to pay a church, mm-hmm. generally non-profit, mm-hmm. to resurrect what your if, buddy. Well, yeah. And the whole point is that they're not paying they're not they're not using that on magic, they're just paying the ghost doctor.
0: I see So you
1: have to heal the ghost from death.
0: (laughs) What seems to be the problem? Well I'm dead. Yes,
1: yes, but specifically death. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm missing three quarters of me. Did you not see that? I did not know you are a ghost.
0: What, um, when I when I when I wake up, will I still be poisoned? That'll be the least of your problems, I'm afraid.
1: <laughs> yes, it's going to get terrible for you and other parts of you. Um, so yes, it's, it's it's essentially like an American-style healthcare system for the dead mm-hmm. that you bolt onto day and day.
0: That's kind of I quite like the idea of, of, of like queuing up to get into the afterlife, or, or, like, or like like queuing up to fill out a form to make sure this is covered by your insurance.
1: Yeah, exactly. So you have some real shady types doing, doing life insurance. Mm-hmm. But it's literally just to pay these, this awful, abominable healthcare system post-death. Yeah.
0: Just like some sort of nightmarish guild of liches and ghosts.
1: Yeah, all of them wearing those stupid mirrors on their heads that think, doctors think, supposedly I so. wear.
0: I think those are for surgeons to reflect light into the hole you've cut in a person.
1: Oh, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I'll be honest with you, Chris. I didn't know what they were for. I, what did you think they were for?
1: Style. Just...
0: It's like... It's like, like
1: a it, sign saying, Hello, Doctor here.
0: It's like putting press in the, uh, in, the in the band of your hand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they just pop a CD in. Okay. Um, I'm a bit worried, Chris, because we're nearing the end of our podcast time, and I don't think any of them, aside from the one where you jack off Tom Cruise while he faces away from you, is good enough to release. <laughs>
1: That's very fair. Um, mm. And I'm a little bit worried by the fact that the best game is where you jack off Tom Cruise while all your faces away from you.
0: I still, I do think t- Tiny Jeremy Corbyn has something to it. I think, like, what we could do is strip... Okay, hang on. We strip it from real politics. That's so important. It, I, think, takes, I think if you want to place, sell this, as it were,
1: like, get people to place, play it.
0: It takes place in a fictional country mm-hmm. and you are, uh, like, you are a... Um, you are a, a a revolutionary leader, as it were. And it's it's not like full storm the palace people's revolution sort of thing. You are the party that's not currently in power. And you mm-hmm. are like sure. um what's the name? Cortez. From from America. I actually, a, 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 o Cortez. Oh, Ocasio okay, Cortez. Yes, that's the one. Yes. Right, okay, yeah. sorry. I'm,
1: I'm like what? Like a conquistador.
0: Yeah, like, like a fucking conquistador. Sorry, I forgot I forgot what. We're going, going to, to obliterate you know,
1: the Mayan civilization. Yes, that's what we're going so to do.
0: So you're about to Go for your presidential nomination, and there is an assassination attempt on your life, which oh, leaves really? you very little.
1: <laughs> they had the laser, like there's kill, stun, and tiny.
0: Yes, st- kill, stun, little. And, and they thought it, that they thought it was yeah. the safety,
1: and so flicked it to tiny.
0: So, like, like you, you, you were like you were standing behind a hedge. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, as far as they saw, you died. But in fact, you just became really little. And oh, so now, so
1: na- so everybody thinks you're dead.
0: Everyone thinks you're dead, so you're using this to uh, to help people. So, like, you've got multiple options. One, you can choose to infiltrate your own party and help people, but that involves like telling people and like, can you trust them? Again, if it gets out, there's oh, you've been rumbled, uh, and then like you get put in a crisp bucket and thrown in the bin.
1: What if? Yeah. What if we kind of broaden this just a wee bit? Okay. In that the it was a it was like a a, a a grenade rather than a gun that made them tiny right like yeah, it was okay. a blast yeah because then you've got the politician's spouse mm. you've got security you've Bystanders. got the pr just a random bystander who just really wants into a caper no. um but it gives you a lot of different classes and a lot of different very tiny people the world assumes are dead with a political <laughs> agenda
0: I was I was I was about to say that isn't it funny to imagine that your that your spouse is normal sized <laughs> Um and like and like you have to sort of steer them through a remarriage. Um, <laughs> oh,
1: oh that's gonna be sad.
0: Well it's it's it's, it's all for PR. Oh, um even less. Yeah. However, I really like the idea of a tiny staff. Yeah. Because because at that point like you're a whole political party rather than just one person and, and so that like, you can send them out on missions it becomes kind of, kind of a worker placement subgame yeah but but the core of the game is trying to get people to meet each other and then when they shake hands running across their um their their, their, their clenched hands in a in a in a sort of uh, a quick time Leap, event
1: leaping like a flea
0: yeah <laughs> uh, running across grabbing uh, taking control of the um of of the of, of the other person you've met and then probably killing the person who you jumped <laughs> off so they don't tell anyone.
1: Yeah, because they were aware they were being mind controlled by a tiny activist. <laughs> Not mind controlled, threatened. Threatened by a tiny activist.
0: Like like yeah uh, yeah, so I think I, I think tiny prime minister is the is the eventual goal of the game. Yeah. You are you are a a stable of politically motivated individuals.
1: This is this news report sweeping the nation today. A sickness is plaguing politicians. They're all sweaty and shaking. What's <laughs> happening?
0: Yeah, that's the game. Brilliant. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it's coming out PC t- uh, twenty twenty. Uh, unfortunately, we couldn't afford to get graphics, so it's all pixel art, and it looks like shit.
1: Yeah, and draw it in pixels. Like he's an all right, he's an all right drawer. He's pretty good at it. Yeah, I'm not not, not, pixels, not good though. at pixels.
0: No, I, I, I've i never I've never done the pixels before, so I'm kind of learning as I go. Yeah, guessing Reading shows. Yeah, guessing at it. Thank you for listening to Hearty Dice Friends. If you've enjoyed this, you can go to Patreon.com/slash forward Hearty Dice Friends. Give us some cash, access as exclusive episodes, and also our exclusive Discord, mm. uh, where you can come and chat about things and ask us questions. Um, oh, Chris, I forgot my concept for a game.
1: Oh, oh! I'm very sorry,
0: Grant. What's your I'm concept gonna, for a game? I'm going to put it in because it's uh, okay. I think, a battle wizard's game using Tony Hawk mechanics. You were able to summon grind rails and ramps, and the more tricks you do, and the higher you ascend, the more powerful your magic spells become.
1: That's really good.
0: Like that's unfortunately, it's my idea. Yeah,
1: so that does not count.
0: Yeah, yeah. like if, if 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 only someone else had uh, submitted it. Well, you know what? Just like submit it next uh, next week. Um, I'll I'll. I'll make up a name for them. Thank you. Cheers. Grant All
1: Incognito.
0: I, I, don't, I think I'd at least change both my names. Okay.
1: Hunt Gowett
0: Thank you for listening. We've done the Patreon bit. You can follow us on uh, on Twitter at HGF Podcast. And if you want to send us an email, you can send us an email to heartydicefriends at gmail dot com. We love you. We're going to go. We Enjoy are. the game.
1: We're going to enjoy our bank holiday. Mm, I'm
0: Sunday going to. Bank holiday. I'm going to put a barbecue on my barbecue. It's like a, it's like a, like a sous vide. That's going to be too hot. Yes. Goodbye. Bye.